This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Basin Bookers Podcast, episode 236. And if you don't know by now, you really should. I've said all this in the exact same tone a hundred times. I swear it's not actually cut and paste from previous episodes. But I'm Mercedes, here my bro, the champ, Jerry on the spot. Just to prove that Rich Deriz is not lying, this is the month of September. Yes. I am holding in my hand today's newspaper. I have a newspaper. Remember those? What's the headline? It, I can't see. If um, know. something about Trump. <laughs> uh, that's the headline. All right. So there, that's proof. Hardcore proof that it's not copy paste. Indeed, we have lots of show for you today. Not a whole lot of news. Sorry to report, but first time. In September. Ha ha. First time. I know. First time. First in a couple week. weeks, we got episodes coming at you. Boo! Hey! No! It's both of our episodes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We have all in to talk about that one of us almost maybe didn't watch. And you only saw the zero hour. You That's didn't right. watch it either. That's right. Don't try to fucking throw me under the bus. How do you know who I was trying to throw under the bus? Why would you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> if it wasn't me. I'm just talking to our listeners. That's all I'm doing. And. I don't remember what the fuck and was. So. In episodes. I, that, that all was, in that, and episodes and um, reactions to Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night Smackdown. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's much to talk about on the May Young Classic. It was only three matches. You saw two of them. It's like, whatever, you know. I love Killer Kelly and Ray Ripley. All right, then that is the May Young Classic <laughs> coverage. There we go. Uh, we have a segment. Jerry on the spot named it, and he likes to tell us what it is. Are you trying to segue me, man? You gotta be like, oh, how about, uh, speaking of, uh, what Rich just said, because I have no idea how to segue, you gave me nothing to segue off of, <laughs> so it's like, speak, 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 speaking of, this time for that famous segment called, hilariously called Fake News about real sports entertainment, and take it away, take it away from here. Joey Mercury was arrested in Illinois Saturday morning. I didn't hear about this. He was supposed to work the all-in event as an agent, but was found sleeping in his car. When police ran his name, they found an outstanding warrant for him in Orange County, Florida. As of Tuesday, he was still being held in Cook County, Illinois on $2,500 bail. Bail him out! We, I'm not bailing him out. Come on, man. We don't even know what the warrant was for. So wait, as an agent, you can agent for, like, other things? He's not with WWE anymore. Oh, I didn't realize. That was a very quiet thing, I guess. Yeah, we didn't know. Uh, Unless I, you I, knew I, and you kept it to yourself, you son of a I bitch. probably reported on it and we both forgot about it. 
Yeah, not. sometimes it's very easy to <laughs> you're very forgettable in your news there. Rumors are forgettable. By the way, I feel like if you commit if you have a a, a warrant in Orange County, Florida that's not murder or kidnapping or anything that has to do with uh hurting another person, it just shouldn't count. We well we don't know what it is. It's probably I looked up on Wikipedia. Doesn't say. It's probably Jaywalking without heroin. I don't know. Maybe. They are wacky in Florida. Yeah. So we got two rumors. Nia Jax uh, was undergoing physical therapy on her leg at the Performance Center earlier this week, leading some to speculate that she's injured. She's been denying it on social media, and there haven't been any official statements, but she has been noticeably absent from TV the past few weeks. No shit. That's why I said noticeably absent. You noticed... That she's been absent. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not game breaking. It's not. I didn't tell her we were starting, so she's like texting me and shit. Let her know. You gotta let your women know, bro. I fucked up. Yeah, I have a clipboard thing that I just hit when it sends her. Thing says we're starting, and I put your own clipboard. You're the fucking man, bro. If only I could be like you. I want to aspire to be like you. Step one. Fucking drop, lose my hair. Drop the iPhone, get an Android. I don't want to do that. I had an Android for a long time, man. I, it's not stable. I don't, I don't like it. I had bad experiences. Stable, so. Well, 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 well. <laughs> this is the kind of podcast we're going to have. Okay, well, good. I'm great. I'm taking my gloves off. Look, the gauntlet has been Speaking strong. of unstable and inconsistent. Uh, are you saying I'm inconsistent? No, Justin Barrasso. Sports Illustrated. Ah, uh, your boy. I don't even know this guy. I, I abbreviated it SI, and I was about to say of Staten Island. Oh. And, yeah, Staten yeah, Island? Uh, he is claiming that WWE is very interested in bringing in Pentagon and his brother Phoenix, partially because they're, quote, compelling, captivating performers. I agree. And partially to try to merchandise luchador masks. His report suggests that Pentagon will go to NXT to help build the WrestleMania weekend takeover. Oh. Vince doesn't know how to use Pentagon. He doesn't know how to use anyone with a mask if their name is not Rey Mysterio. Even still. It's kind of... Look at Sin Cara. Remember yeah. him? Yeah. Remember Kalisto? Two or five. Lucha House Party, bro. Fuck. Remember the Mexicals? Oh. They Remember that? I know, but they at one point they did. They should have. Should have kept them. Should have kept them and have them like... Uh, Sorry, Hoovy, you're a weird looking dude. Like labor themed? Like one will have like um, like a, like a, like a garden hose mask? Or like a shovel mask? So are, you, so are you trying to make them the Mexican village people? Yes. It was no. a different time. It was. It was a different time. It was a different time. It, was, it wasn't quite Archie Bunker's time, but it was a different time. It was a different time. Like, if the Revival were a tag team back in the day, I'm pretty sure they'd have the Confederate flag on the back of their trunks. I feel that. Yes. I feel that that's what would be a thing. And that would be the only difference. Except they wouldn't be the Revival, they'd be the Vival. Nah, they'd they're call, not reviving anything. They'd call them the good old boys. Yeah, no, no flips, just fists. What were um, fuck the tag team in Southpaw? 
the the Good Brothers. What was their name there? Oh, when they were tag yeah, team? Tex Ferguson and um. I don't remember. Yeah, dude, you can't ask me questions like this without research. They had a Confederate flag on the car, I think. I, I well, it was a different time. It was a different time. Like South Park, right oh, Chad, there. too bad was Chad the other too guy. Bad. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was uh, Carl Anderson. I really feel. I still feel that South Park Regional Wrestling is one of the best things on the network. Yeah, but where is the third season? That's never going to happen, I don't think. I don't think they should. I think it's fine with the two. Because WWE has a way of, like, ruining stuff when they keep doing it. They, like, try to push the envelope, and it's like, yeah, this isn't yeah, working. They, they gotta, like, the guys that wrote it, like Cena and Dolph and whoever it was, just let them just continue right now. Yeah, because the second season wasn't as good as the first. Yes. I don't know why they seem to have gone back in time with the second season as opposed to the first? Yeah, well I guess it was to explain uh, Fandango's drinking problem. I forgot what his character's name was. Right, um I don't remember his character name, shit. He was in love with uh, I don't remember her character But I did like that Jericho was like the station manager's nephew or something (laughs) like that. Oh, so great. So fucking great. If you haven't seen Southpaw, what are you doing? Go fucking watch it. What are you doing with your life? Jerry, what are you doing with your life? I don't know. Can we not ask that? Okay. Um, so let's talk about All In. I have some info here on the numbers that were done for All In. I heard that the tickets were expensive. And that's just like the regular tickets. And then there's the resale the resold tickets. Yeah. So, the official attendance was 11,000 and change. 11,000 people. A lot of black shirts. The overall gate, which means the money they made from tickets, was 458000 So, that averages to just under $41 per ticket. Now, that obviously would run the gamut from front row to roof. Of whatever fucking arena it was. Um, so that doesn't take into account, like, maybe ringside was 250, 300, who knows, and the roof was 10. So, average of 40. $10? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying. It I could, don't think it was $10. I don't, I don't know. It could, it could have run that gamut, but if the average is, is 41 bucks, I ain't bad. Hmm. For an indie show, I mean, of course, this event has made all the news in wrestling because it's the first indie show to sell over 10,000 tickets. I heard the pay-per-view was like $90 or something. The pay-per-view supposedly did really well. $90. That's what I heard. Well, I didn't watch it. Well, you know. I would like to see it at some point. I was told it was really good. I watched Zero Hour. I liked it. Um, I heard a lot of matches went over. Over time. Yes. That the the final match was so rushed. They cut they were so the so the main event was uh the six man tag match and they were originally scheduled to have for each wrestler to have their own entrance, but they grouped them into the two teams. And there wasn't enough communication, or maybe there was a miscommunication between the back and the wrestlers because they went for the go home, 
and the guy that was getting pinned kicked out. Oh. So that caused even more scrambling backstage, which caused to, from what I read, a um a sloppy looking finish. Unfortunately. And they had literally, after the pin, two seconds to spare before they were before the pay per view feed cut off. Two due to time. Two <laughs> seconds. Not for nothing. Goddamn impressive being able to pull that together and not pull a WCW. Who was it? Uh, it was Goldberg and Page, right? I wasn't a WCW guy. Me neither. Uh, a little bit. You had a I Goldberg a shirt. Was given me. Doesn't matter. You had it. Anyway. <laughs> um. A lot, so a lot of stuff had to be changed. The, I think the Pentagon match had to get shortened. But whatever. Uh, congratulations to Cody and the Bucks, and of course Kenny Omega, on a supremely successful weekend. Independent show, pay per view, huge. Did you hear about Chris Jericho? Yes. That was fucking crazy, bro. He he was Pentagon after the lights went out. I could tell by the the, the face paint I saw on his. Oh and then he and then. He got on a private jet to go play his fucking yeah. his show. Literally, not missing a beat. Yeah, that's how you literally not miss a beat. Yeah, and Cody won the same championship his father held. What a feel! What what a what a feel good moment. I'm curious. Now we always knew you were curious. Shut up. I don't. <laughs> I certainly don't intend to take anything away from Cody because. Like, we were fans of Cody. We were fans of Stardust. We ba- uh, I'm wonder- sorry, but Dashing Cody Rhodes is the best thing Dashing ever. was great. Dashing Cody <laughs> was great. Um, and I don't want to speak for you. I'm a fan of everything Cody Rhodes has ever done, just about. Mm. Uh, Legacy, you know, he was trying to get up there, trying to learn the ropes. Man, I really thought DiBiase was the man in that shit, but showed me. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I question... Billy Corgan's approval of Nick Aldis dropping the belt to Cody. I don't. Why? Because it's an incredible moment in sports entertainment, especially for wrestling fans who know the history of the NWA championship and Cody being son of the American dream. And it's not just, it's the, that's the actual NWA championship, the lineage the same championship his father held back in the territory days. It is, and I get that. And it does nothing but help that championship because the belt, in, in the case of Nick Aldis, the championship was making him. Like, if you compare Cody Rhodes and him, like, he's great, but I know that name. I know Cody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's a bigger star than him, you know? So you don't think it would have benefited Nick Aldis to retain the NWA championship against Cody cleanly, therefore building the brand. And like you say, you know who Cody is. So as a fan, wouldn't in your mind you say, wow, this guy Nick Aldis, he beat Cody? 
wow, I should I should tune in. This guy must be really good. Well, to me, it would be like, wow, Cody lost to this nobody. Damn. He's nobody. Well, he is to most people. Like, look, I, I know I'm going to sound like a WWE fanboy, but so it's you like... Want, you want Cody to make the belt? I feel like, yes, that's the case here. If he go uh, he goes around defending the championship just like his father did, mm-hmm. then yeah, makes it more of a thing to me. I feel, and eventually, you know, you have Nick Aldis chase the chase the gold, and he'll get it back. And it's like, oh, he beat he beat Cody Rhodes. He beat the American Nightmare. Great gimmick name, by the way. Yeah. Right, well, I'm not mad about it. I'm just... Like I know I said, you I don't was, look I was, mad. I was, I was, I was questioning it. Rich, you, look, people don't know you like I do, and you rarely express any kind of emotion, you know, aside from annoyed. I don't know if that's an emotion, <laughs> you know? It's kind of an emotion. There's another emotion. Laughter is an emotion. See, that it's not. It's a sign of... It is now. Humor. Humor? Humor. Humor. You just sound like a slow person now. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened to him? Did someone hit him in the head? <laughs> I did not hit him um, in the head. So, another bit of news coming out of All In, financial-wise. The merchandise partner, Pro Wrestling Tees, also did almost half a million dollars worth of t-shirt business. Now... They must have sold a lot of black shirts. They were offering 20% off, right? Even with twenty percent off, they probably made a killing. Twenty percent—they were offering twenty percent off for all orders placed that weekend. So I could have ordered that Saturday, or I could have ordered the next day. Did you? I went to the website. I found three shirts I liked. Put them in the cart. Twenty bucks each. Cool. Gone. Wait, twenty percent off. All right, twelve ninety nine off. Cool. Shipping fee. Fifty dollars. Twelve ninety nine. <laughs> Oh, what a gimmick. What a fucking... Wow. Got to cover shipping. So guess what I did? You didn't get the shirts? I clicked empty cart. (laughs) And I closed the tab. Have a nice day. (laughs) Thanks for coming. See you later. I really wanted... There was this one shirt. I don't mean to advertise them. But I I appreciate the design of the shirt. It was just an image of the cage. Cage structure, right? Sorry, uh, cell, cell structure. Actually, now that I think about it, you couldn't tell it was a cell because you you can't see the roof of it. Anyway, cell structure, right? On one side, it cho- on side it shows that it's you know sixteen feet tall, and then on the bottom it just says one giant leap for mankind. Oh, I get it. Right, I really like that shirt, but not for twenty bucks. Fuck. That actually isn't the average shirt more than that on WWE.com. A little, but they're always running actual promotions. I get it. I I kind of felt like the twenty percent off deal and then charging me the same exact amount for shipping. Hey, shipping costs money, bro. Come on, that's usually how you get the fish. You know, you 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 put out the yeah. You catch the fish. That was me. That was the the, the real. That was, and I did not bite. I nibbled. 
a little bit. I said, no, don't like it. It didn't catch you in the mouth. Nope, it did not catch me in the mouth. Nothing has ever caught me in the mouth. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. As long as you're positive. Like, you could unequivocally say, in your entire life, nothing's caught you in the mouth. Yes. Not even a fist? Yes. Or a car? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Or the lips of a woman? Hmm. I see. That has. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Numerous times. Just making sure. Because you just said, because you said, unequivocally, man, I tear you apart on the defense. If we were a, a lawyer, if I was a lawyer. Oh, on the defense. I thought you, I thought you said under the fence. I'm like. I don't know how to get under the fence. <laughs> All I know is how to get over. You can't tell by this podcast, but I do. I know how to get over, brother. This is a little interesting. Uh, it looks like there is a biopic in the works that will be focused on... It's pronounced on... biopic? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, focus on the life of Rocky Johnson. <sighs> Too soon. Is it? Wait, his dad? Yeah. Oh. Let me guess. I said Rocky Johnson. Is this, is this, is this, uh, what is it? Two Bucks Productions or whatever? JG Brothers. Interesting why The Rock wouldn't, his production company wouldn't be. Looks like it's going to be called Ring King. Jonathan and Justin Gajewski, who did Suicide Squad. And that's the only movie of these. Uh, uh, Suicide Squad, Room. Alright, Room is decent. Not The Room. It's Room. Yeah. It's, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That's an okay movie. I've never heard of those two. You are a man who doesn't watch movies. I'm being polite. I am. Being polite here. I, I don't watch movies. Ah, he was, he's from Nova Scotia. I know the movie's gonna suck. <laughs> so he was a tag team with Tony Atlas, who was not Ron Simmons. So right? Why? What? I don't know. In my head, I was like, he <laughs> "Isn't aren't you not Ron Simmons? That's like, right. what are you doing? You're not Ron Simmons. <laughs> yeah, <Holy> shit. <laughs> Everyone who isn't Ron Simmons is not Ron Simmons. That's right. You know what I say to that? What? Damn. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> gotcha. Time. Get my pencil in case I have to doodle. So, shall we discuss the wrestling of the week? Aside from all in, because we already did that. Uh, or did we talk about all into? Is there anything? We did. You watched. Uh, you watched Zero Hour, right? No. Oh, I watched Zero Hour. You did tell um, me that. Jordan Grace. That's a girl. Yes. Okay. Eliminated Brian Cage from the Battle Royal. Wow. She, like she, and he's a dude. Yeah, he's a no, he's a big dude. He's the ex- current Impact X Division champion, but he's a big dude. I thought the X Division was for like cruiserweights. There are no weight limits. Oh, okay. He he's he calls himself the Swolverine. I hate him. I know. I hate that. I don't like too. that. And like. He does a lot of moves. He, he's really athletic for a dude his size. He's 
So he's fat like Kevin no, Owens. He's not. That's he's, how I def- every time you say something like that, I'm like, oh, okay, so he's fat. He's <laughs> is he like Keith Lee? He's like Brock. Okay, bigger in the shoulders and pecs and the gut. No, okay, smaller in the gut. All right, good. Let me let me bring up. Oh let god, me bring a picture for you. Fuck. You take any opportunity to talk about impact. You turn all in into about impact. I wish they would pay you money. You're like the only person that cares about them. Brian Cage. Oh, he's so lazy. He can't even. He can't even. He talks to his phone. You believe this guy? Hey, Siri. Hey. Yeah, Rich sucks, right? Ah, she gets it. (laughs) Um. Yeah, alright. I guess he's not fat. Not at all. He's huge. Alright, but he got eliminated by a woman. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, she she's a power like you could look like looking at her, like just walk by her and she's that is a power lifter. She's a fucking Yeah, I run into a lot of swole women at my store sometimes. I'm like, Are you a fighter or I don't wanna Especially a... when the UFC's in town, I'm always like, Are you <laughs> you know? There's a plan of fitness around Real fit people don't work out at Planet Fitness. Are you sure? Bro, they have pizza day. Fuck Planet Fitness. But it has fit in the name. That doesn't mean anything. What? Yeah. You know what else has fitness in the name? What? No, I was asking. I don't know. Lots of things. (laughs) Um... If you you work out at Planet Fitness, I'm I'm not trying to offend anybody. Alright, fine. Listen. Talk about Raw. You only get to do a pull apart every six months. Okay? <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, it's getting a bit Last bad. week we just had one. We just had one. People are like, why is he yelling? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I'm trying to express the emotion that I had when I wrote this note. That's enough. And the charges? The charges? Inciting a riot. The shield got arrested, by the way. The shield were arrested. Inciting a riot, criminal damage, and disorderly conduct. Alright. Number one, not a riot. Yeah, Ruby wasn't there, so... Already not a riot. Alright, I told you to get that shit out before... (laughs) The podcast. They're the riot squad, that's what they do. No, I get it, but no, they're not. They're the riot... Squad, right? It's different. That's a different word. Liv Morgan, can I can I be her smurf for the day? You can be whatever you want. I want to be Liv Morgan. Smurf. I don't give a shit. You can be her fucking tampon for all I give a fuck about. All right. That too. Listen, be what you want to be. That's what this podcast is about: being what you want to be. Uh, just one thing you can't be: the champ. Because what? I'm the champ, and one, there's only one way to win it: once and future. Yeah. Okay. Listen. This isn't about you putting yourself over. But yeah, let's stop. You're the, you're the one that fucking brought up the championship. This is the most important part of the podcast, is the championship belt now. Yeah, well, it's not on the line right now, so... And we have episodes, so... With all due respect that? to the that? championship. What? Yeah, he is jealous. With yeah. all due respect to the championship, it is not the most important stop thing. Stop interrupting and I can get to Raw! Right now. I, I can get to Raw, you keep interrupting me. You hear this guy? You're, you're, you're worse than the interrupting, uh, cow. Shit. Alright. Uh, well, what are we doing here? 
Okay, so after the pull apart, you got what I like to call two dudes with nothing to do. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. They're a tag team now. Wait, if we go... I watched chronologically, because I watched live. Okay. You skipped over Bree. Yeah, I have a note about that later. Oh, okay. Why do you have that later? I don't know. The, the Bree match was next. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. All right, let's do it in Jarrow order. Yeah. You know what? We're always <laughs> doing it the way you want to do it. Chronologically. And now that I've got notes, you just want to cut me off at the knees. So I could be at your level. Well, let me tell you well, something, brother. Be the same height. Let me tell you, I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be at a lower level at your height, brother. Oh, oh yeah. What? How about now? Now that I'm sitting up straight. Yeah. How about that? All right. So talk about whatever. Yeah. How about that? Time. I'm in charge now. About. I'm in charge now. <laughs> I'm the captain. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. All right. So okay, fine. You want to talk about? Yeah, the Bella Twins are back. You advertised the return of Total, uh, of Total Divas. Yay! And they beat actual talent that's on TV every week. Yay! And? I'm not done! Okay. Listen, that's why I said do I do this to you? Do I do this to you? <laughs> do I do this to you or I'm steering? I'm steering this boat. Uh-huh. I'm Steamboat Willie. And you're the, you're the other guy in the ship. <laughs> well. The big dog thing. You you remember Steamboat Willie? I do. We're old enough. Mickey Mouse. We're not old enough, actually. But I don't think he was Mickey Mouse when that came out. No, he was Steamboat Willie. Yeah, he was. So why the fuck are you calling him the wrong name? This is what I have to deal with. Letting people know who the fuck you're actually talking about. We have a lot about. of show to talk about. So go ahead. All right. So <laughs> Bree missed not one. Not two. But yes, two. Two. Now, she didn't miss it. She just... She did. I don't think she put enough speed into it. The first one, I don't necessarily entirely blame her. I think what was supposed to happen with the first one is that she was supposed to try a dive through the ropes. I'm air quoting here. Try a dive through the ropes. And get kicked in the face? Yeah, or something. And uh, Sarah, Sarah Logan was supposed to hit her or catch her with something, maybe a forearm. I don't know. And that was why she got caught, because she was supposed to get caught in the ropes. But it just looked like she got caught in the ropes as opposed to she got caught in ropes because someone clocked her. I think she might have too much ring rust. And she might be a little bit nervous now. Because that second one that I caught the first go around, mm-hmm. that looked to me like she didn't that put second enough speed. One was a wreck. She didn't die. Thankfully. She looked like she leaded herself. It's bad when... The announcers have to cover and say that she didn't get all of that one. Yeah. And they try to cover it like the Riot Squad like pulled her a little bit on top of them. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, I've said this before. You don't have to do it. Yeah. It's one of the most overused things right now. And you get really hurt. Listen to Cesaro. And it's no also stupid. Well, it's dumb, especially for him, because he doesn't have, he can do many other things. Mm-hmm. It's like, moves like that used to be for the high flyer. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd be doing that wacky shit, but now everybody wants to fucking do it. That's why nobody gives a shit about 205 Live. Cause everybody does that stuff. Well, there's stuff that they uniquely do, I guess, but, you know. And Leo Rush is just so damn fast with everything he does. Listen, I know you love him. Let's Listen. not talk about your boyfriend right now, okay? We're busy. Here's the rule of thumb. If you watch Raw the way I kind of do, 
which is playing a stupid game on your phone. Listen, I missed one fucking move. And all right? you hear and you hear the announcers say someone didn't get all of that. That's when you rewind. Mm. And you watch the botch. Mm. That's the move. Watch the botch. Mm. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is a sawed off duck butt? Corbin said that, right? No. Someone said that. It was a member of the Ascension. I think it was either Victor or Connor. Referred to Chad Gable right. as a sawed off duck butt. I don't know what that is, and that tells me why the Ascension are still common. They're just common. Maybe it's a running gag from. Oh, the. What, I would love what, for you to. What's the name of the Fashion Police show? Fashion know. Files? Fashion Files. Because remember, they, they moved it to YouTube or the network or something? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I do know it's like worse than I know you are, but what am I? Because they, they, they threw the insult out. You know, it's bad. What is that? I thought maybe it was a term that I didn't know. I know that you are a stepdad, one of the uncoolest things to be in the world. So maybe you've heard this, you know, with your many Fortnite videos that you watch. Maybe someone referred to someone as such. Now, you know, I, I, I remember, I remember hearing it. I remember the announcers commenting on it and I, I just, I shook it off and went back to matching gems. All right. So I'm going to apologize for my outburst earlier. If you want to do it in chronological order, you can tell me what the next segment was. Because I have only... But wait, wait. I'm not done, though. I have notes. So, I thought it was a good... I wrote here that I thought it was a good concept. And that it's still kind of awkward. Because it's like at the end when they're celebrating. Mm -hmm. It's like they didn't know where to high five or hug. But I kind of appreciated that because that's kind of real. Because, like, you don't really know what to do. Are oh, you talking about the Bellas segment? The Bella. We're still on Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, dude. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah, because at the end, they're like, they don't know whether to hug or high five. But it's like, oh, I guess they don't really know each other. And it doesn't really make sense to me as to why they tagged. And it's like, Chad Gable's like, he admires Bobby Roode and his, you know. And it's like, he really hasn't done anything since he's got to Raw. Exactly. So it's like, so you admire his jobberness. Okay. So, eventually, they're going to break up, and I guess Bobby Roode's going to turn heel? Maybe. Jason Jordan comes back. Jason Jordan's not coming back. Ever? No. He's... I I don't know. Maybe you pay attention to your news, because at one point, like, once you're following an agent around trying to learn their shit, that's it. You're donezo. Like what Matt's doing. So, you think they just haven't announced it? Yeah, I think they haven't made it official official, you know? Okay. Like, maybe they think there's a chance he could. But then it's like, do you really need to make an announcement that Jason Jordan's not wrestling anymore? You know? I think they want us to forget about him, which I'm happy to do. <sighs> Cheers to that. Yeah, amen. Here, here. Alright, so I think that's all I got on that segment. Uh, One that you skipped over was backstage Finn Corbin. This is still going on, apparently. Uh, I didn't realize I skipped that. 
then oh yeah because he wants a match with him and he's like okay fine yeah uh so then after gable and rude by the way i really appreciate oh i did write it down duck boy i caught the duck boy part um duck butt i heard uh, obviously i heard it wrong you did um I appreciate Chad Gable using the Chaos Theory rolling German finisher. That was Douglas Williams' finisher. Okay. Good, uh, good hand. Good hand. Um, so Elias and Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah, because she's from Ohio. And, yeah. and she shit on Ohio. And she had a match against Natty, I think? Mm, yes. Armbar. She has an armbar now. Armbar. Apparently she's been trying to do some jujitsu or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, just means she's did an armbar. And Ronda's a striker now. Apparently. Alicia Fox got ragdolled. That was cool. Well, Alicia Fox and Ronda Rousey were in, on the TV at the same time. That's what happens. Yeah. I think that should happen all the time. Was Foxy wearing a plant this week? No. It looked different than... It wasn't... It was like some weird little outfit thing you know it wasn't a plant um the next segment was backstage then the champs came out first which i hate and then oh right 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 drew and dolph attacked wait this is after the aop drake maverick Oh. Interesting. So, Drew and so Dolph, I thought they were walking around backstage earlier. They were. They spoke to Corbin earlier. Yeah, that's why I have it before the new tag champs thing. Mm-hmm. So does that mean the Revival are going to be faces when they come back? Because heels beat them up? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. So we have new Raw tag champs. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to think about that. And then Drake Maverick is the author's of Payne's new manager. I thought it was a Nicholas situation at first. I thought they had like a child with them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, these guys are faces now? Is this a Make-A-Wish thing? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's Drake Maverick, who's a face on 205. He's something. He, he is something. Um, rumor has it that Vince felt Paul Ellering was too old to be on TV. Mm. That's why he had them ditch Ellering. Replace him with, I guess, the exact opposite of Paul Ellering, which is Drake Maverick. Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud. I don't know why they changed his name. I don't even know why his name was Rockstar Spud Because Vince probably thought it was stupid. It is? Yeah. I'm sure there's a story behind it. Drake Maverick is a good name because he kind of looks, if you put like a beak on him, he looks like a DuckTales <laughs> character. You're thinking of right Drake, height. Drake Mallard. Yeah. That's I think a, that's what they're thinking, bro. Darkwing Duck's real name. Yeah. Shh. Don't, don't. Why would you put a superhero secret identity on the air? I'll edit it out. All right, good. It's a fucking guy. <laughs> you have no respect. Uh, So I don't understand it. I don't, I don't think they'll make any... Mention of it on 205 Live. He even he told somebody he's like, "I oh, was a uh, was it Mustafa Ali or Mufasa Ali, right?" Yeah, 
He said, what I do on Monday is none of your business. It's like, all right, so you're not going to fucking... It's fine with me. It'd be cool if it's like, that wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Wacky. Um... Bella's and Natty backstage, and then it's the Bella's and Rhonda, and they That was weird. Oh, you'll be the best women's champ ever. That's what girls say when they're about to twist a knife in you. You can't trust them. I was waiting for the titty twister. I was waiting for it. It wasn't going to happen on air. Tell you what, what they do in the shadows. Let me tell you something. Showers? Whatever, bro. Yeah. Uh, Michael's... They wheeled out the heartbreak kid. I gotta say, man, I didn't expect The Undertaker at all. I had no idea he was gonna show up. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how they get the number one trend worldwide. Do you think... Guest draft. So you don't think it's possible? Because the rumor's going around that they want HBK versus Undertaker for Gertil. They can want... I know. They can I want. don't want. They can keep one. The rumor is... I want. There's a lot of things I want. I? A lot of things I wanted for a long time. I don't know if I do. Because it's like... I don't say I don't want that. I don't know if HBK can really wrestle. And that's his point. Yeah. He's he's like, you don't want to see 53-year-old Shawn Michaels in the ring. He also... I kind of like that he said he's a man of his word. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like other people have retired and... They didn't. <laughs> Mick Foley. <laughs> Ric Flair. You know, it's like, out of respect for The Undertaker, mm-hmm. and Undertaker's like, man, it's because you're chicken, bro. Are you <laughs> sure it's not because you're scared? You know? Are you sure you're not scared? You're not scared, bro? That's how he said it, too. That's how he said it. He did it Stallone. You not scared? I told you scared! <laughs> and... He's still, I don't think he knows how the network works. Cause he's talking about like, uh, his, the, the, how there's new HBK shirts. Right. A, I'm sorry, HB Shizzle shirts. Oh. Or more like HB Shill, Shillizzle. I'm trying to push Shill. HB Shill, Shill and Merch. But he's like, oh, how you can get the network. And then like, uh, with the network, you can, by the super showdown, it's like, no, you just get the <laughs> network and it's there. Yeah. You he's... dummy. I say that as someone who's never going to meet him and he'll never hear this. Triple H, just be like, hey man, come here. This is an app. Honestly this though, it, he's like a shell. He's a shell mm-hmm. of the HBK we knew. Although I don't know who he was looking at. Maybe he was looking at The Undertaker. Oh, which I. Maybe he was looking at the fans. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Uh, what else do I have about that? That he's a man out of his word. Taker calls him a chicken. And Taker cut the Kyrie Sane promo. I know it. <laughs> you know it. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Maybe Triple H asked him to do that so that he could tell Kyrie, like, this is the inflection you need to use. I think that's you reaching. You're reaching. I'm sure. I need to reach for a lot of things. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, you're right. And I'm glad that you admit that. You know, you need a step stool to reach stuff. So then Corbin's like, ah, I'm too busy to compete tonight. But you still got a main event match. 
Yeah, because Braun Strowman, he wants competition. He needed a match. Yeah. He got bullied. Like, these guys are bullying him. <laughs> I don't even know what they're calling themselves. I I call them Bronze D's. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it's... I think we have a snatch situation going on here. Two mincy little faggot balls? Right. Drew's Except for Drew. Yeah, like, he's kind of... He's all man, you know? I think he, he'll be the universal champion one day. Out of the three, I think he'll be the one to get it before Will them. Would you call Drew the mighty testicles? Sure, you can do that. You can. Um... Bobby Lashley appearance. Not yet. Before that, yeah. Dana Brooke has lefted the Worldwides. Is that what happened? Yeah, she broke up with them because they she cost said, her the match. She said we're through. What? Yeah, she said we're through, so yeah, she, she left. Did. I wouldn't necessarily say they cost her the match. I think she cost herself the no, match. No, because they were like, oh, this and that. That's like- the way it was. Told to me on commentary. That is the story that was told to us. Exactly, yes. and that's what I'm going to go by. But it's one of those situations where someone's at ringside, not doing anything physically, and you're distracted. It's like Oscar Ellsworth. That's different. Why? She's a badass. You're right. And he's a dummy standing there dressed like her. <laughs> Ghosts aren't real! <laughs> Uh, it's dumb. It's dumb. So then we had uh, Lashley and Jinder. Yeah, because uh, Bobby Lashley had a performance review. Which, by the way, everyone knows how I feel about performance reviews. So right there, you put me on Bobby Lashley's side. Mm-hmm. And then he has to do special entering meditation. And Dude, Bobby Lashley's Dude. really into my man. Like, he says, my man a lot. Yeah. My man, Baron Corbin. It's like, ooh, that's, okay. I guess he's mad, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's, uh, wow. That's. Here's, here's my thing. I see Bobby Lashley on the screen. I thought I wrote more shit. Not in a match. That's when I, that's when I go for the fast forward button. Yeah, but did you catch Kevin Owens? Dead. Back, I guess he didn't quit. I don't know what's happening. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I, I I was hoping for once that they'd actually let something, you know, percolate, simmer a little bit. Like, just to bring him back a week after? Wait a week. Fucking wait a week. What are you doing? I could see how he could... The character could come back and say, you know, I was I was frustrated, you know, yada yada. I knew I needed a change in my career. I didn't know That sounds more like a face thing to do. I didn't know what Oh, keep in mind. He's just trying to put food on his family's table. Maybe if he stopped eating all of it, he'd have more money for that. Let's like let's not delve too deeply into the root of the problem. Okay. Like that's it's getting a little too real. All right, for cake boy. So I'm just saying, man. He fat. wants to put food on the table. <laughs> he decided. He realized he has to come back to work. Right. Like he can't just leave. I I guess. Like he probably quit and is like, 
Shit, there's less than 90 days between now and All In. Ah, I may as well go back. I don't like it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's stupid. It's 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 not a thing we just gotta wait for the explanation for. And if he says, "Oh, that's making me care," and then if he bit. says, "What I do on Mondays is none of your concern," then I'm just I'm I'm just gonna read. I I'm guess just, I'm just gonna read raw, and not watch it. All right, you know that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. It's Monday. What I do? I get it. Tuesday mornings for me. Oh, then we had the main event. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, hold on. Before the main event, Graves tells us the shield was released on their own recognizance. Hmm. And then later we found out that David Otunga had friends that got them out. Did we? That Yeah, on Twitter, uh, Corey Graves put out a tweet. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're welcome. I like Graves. I like Graves too. Digging them to bury you. Because you need more than one grave. That would have worked better when you were fat. Now it doesn't work. Now I need half a grave. That's right. Getting there. Mm. Getting there. Thank you. Wish you were fat. Alright. <laughs> Smackdown. Smackdown. Hey, Bree, not diving. No Smackdown notes. I didn't write anything down. Bree, not diving. Thank you for not diving. Thank you. And I'm sure your child thanks you. Having a paralyzed mom would make things a little bit awkward for PTA. A little depressing. A little bit. A little bit depressing. So. Thomas and Vega get involved. Yeah. Dodging each other back and forth. Oh, the Miz and Maurice uh, recording an empty arena promo. Calling them out. Yeah, I think. Yeah, didn't Daniel Bryan beat Almas, right? Yeah. He made him tap. Because, you know. Oh, did Amos's English get worse? Or was he always like that? He didn't really talk in English. Yo, did you know Zelina Vegas with Aleister Black now? Like, dating him? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Someone in the wrestling group posted a picture. It's of, I don't know whose tweet it is, but. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Wow. Right? Wow. Right? Poor Austin Aries, I guess. Wasn't that a thing before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's quite a height difference. Yeah, I guess you decided to go up. To go down. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Low hand. No, 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 I'm just, I'm just thinking of the height difference and. No, I get it. advantages. Uh, dimensions here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, not every man is truly good. Nor. Are they truly evil? Indeed. There's a gray area, I feel. I guess so. What was the next thing? Do you remember? Then we saw Kayla asking Daniel and Bree why they're leaving early, and they say they want to go get some Italian food to eat. Yeah. Fancy restaurant. And for some reason, they didn't get dressed or anything. You just yeah. Now I'm picturing Daniel Bryan driving a car in his tights, and they're just going to be in a car. Like, you're like, not going to get pulled over? <laughs> you put the radio on, she, put, she hits a button, and all of a sudden you just hear his entrance music. Yeah. The Valkyries come on. I don't know, man. I don't know Funny. if they're as obsessed with themselves as the Miz is. You know, Miz's ringtone is his music. I think he did it just for the show. I don't think he's that yeah. much of a fucking prick. I don't know. 
Which, by the way, I, you know, I think he, I think he enjoys living the gimmick enough, right? That he that he would have done that just for fun. This week on the Joe Rogan Experience, Diamond Dallas Page was mm-hmm. on there, and for some reason, The Miz came up, and uh, Joe was talking about at the time that he was on Fear Factor and that he's a stud, like athlete. I don't know why I, what he did. Cause they were talking about like, uh, when Diamond Dallas Page broke into the business and like all the Hindu squats you had to do. Cause they tried to blow you up, mm-hmm. see if you can, you know, and how like the Miz is like a really nice guy. Like he really wants to learn and he's like, you know, he's, he really wants to be the best. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's, that's pretty good. I think that resonated with the fans way back early in his career. Like we saw him fucking up. But some people, myself included, kept, you know, rooting for him, watching him. Oh, I shit on him. I know you did. Fuck I shit on him too, but I was rooting for him. I shit on heels, bro. I shit on them. Because he's supposed to, supposed to shit on the heels, bro. I guess. Or is the heel supposed to step in shit? Step in shit. No. All of it. Doesn't matter. All of it. So then we had the Becky Charlotte sit down interview. It looked like they were standing up on their different screens. Yeah. I felt that there were missed opportunities in that promo where like Charlotte's like, what was I supposed to do? You know, when Becky's answer could have been, you could have waited your turn. Like I'd have beaten, I'd have beaten Carmella. If you were my friend, you would have known, you would have believed that I would have beaten her. And then you would have been the first one to get a match. One thing. What? What? What about that? See, because they because they want because um, they want Becky to be the fucking heel. It's not it, going it, to work. It's not going to work. And I think that's the only reason why Charlotte didn't say the easiest thing that would have fucking gotten her out of it, which is it wasn't personal. It's just business. Mm. I mean, that's that's heel. That's straight up heel. Right. Legit as it may be, because that is fucking true. That's straight up heel. Listen, just let it flare be flares, yeah, and do Becky do Becky. Out. Like, Becky with this sharp knife edge is what so I've been wanting since she's got there. That's what you did with Becky on your SmackDown. Yeah. So, it's like, what's the what's so hard? Obviously, look at her. You hear the way she's talking. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I don't know. Because I've always felt she could be more like a, a, a fighter. Like, I could see her f- fighting in UFC. Like, not like like if she has the presence of a fighter to mm. me, like if you let her, yeah, like the way she carries herself, like she walks a certain way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when she's not doing this way, facey bullshit. Like if you don't get away, she'll literally just walk through you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and Charlotte's like she she she. I think she brought up, oh, uh, you got me, you stabbed me in the back. It's like no, she didn't. She's in front of you. Yeah. You're the backstabber. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she bring that up? You know what I mean? It's like they don't let them. You know You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking. I wonder if. I wonder whose idea it was. And they let Charlotte get the last word. She's his face. Oh, yeah. That's heelish. Yeah. I wonder if. I'm going to correct myself again. Lynch didn't flinch. No. I wonder who approved. Becky's tweets. Because Becky's tweets, the this Are logical? Is, yeah. They're logical. Like I look up the imaginary belt I'm holding. 
Well, that's what it'll always be for you, imaginary. Kill me. Mm. Uh, those tweets helped get her over as a, as a face. Even though they were supposed to be heel tweets, we, like, we saw them as legit. The, my thing is, if they were really approved, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they put them on TV? Because they've put tweets on TV before. If they weren't approved, why did they get out there? Why not? Because they probably saw after, okay, this helps. This is fine. It's not like she's doing work stuff. It's work-related. Right. It's not like she's shooting. Yeah, but in a way... So someone had to have approved it, I think. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because there's a lot of tweets that these these men and women put out that's like, okay... Like, you think somebody's going around approving all of Harper tweets? It's Monday. You know what that means. <laughs> you know? Or like, uh, Finn Balor's weird cryptic te- tweets. He, he's like, was it, was it like people he likes? And then like, the next tweet is Roman Reigns. Or like friends, Kevin Owens. And I'll like list it. It's weird. Or his baby oil stuff. Yeah, is that approved? Is that like go through like this, this, Come on, man. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't think so. I really don't think that there's like, that's somebody's job. So what's that social media team do? They just, do I think WWE. social media tweet, tweets. Yeah, they'll put promotional tweets out. Maybe. I don't know. I, think there's- I don't think it's like their Facebook accounts where it's like, you know, it's not them at all. So the Facebook's not them, but the Twitter is? Yeah, Twitter's different. Why? Because it fucking is. Why? Don't fucking interrogate me, dude. Why? Come on. Dude. It's been a fucking hour. We're still on SmackDown. We got episodes. Right. Come on. Why are you dicking around? You're the one who wants to edit. I'm trying to help no, you. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just not understanding. All right. So. I don't understand you. Shit. Iconics, <laughs> Naomi and Peyton. Uh, Ms. Maurice. That was a good excuse to get Asuka back. Because they're like, I knew someone was coming out because like, you have no friends. That was a really bad yeah. Iconics thing. They're, I mean, they're, they're keeping them true to their characters. Yeah. With, the only good thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I still like the Hey, Peyton, who am I? Oh, you're Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> no, me. No, me. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I think, I think that the best thing an Australia female accent can do is, I know that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Truth and Carmella, man. Hey, man. So is Carmella a face now? Because know. Maurice Maurice called her Staten Island trash. I and hey, man. Remember, Truth has finally revealed to us he is not what you think he is. Because he goes to Ty Dillinger, he's like, I'm trying to teach you a lesson. He's like, what could you possibly teach me? How to get yourself in the main event of SmackDown Live. And I was, my mind was blown just like his. I'm like, that's what happened. This is master plan. That wily veteran. All these weeks. All these weeks, it's been leading up to this. And that's the truth. The last time Truth was relevant was when he was teaming with The Miz 
against John Cena and The Rock at WrestleMania. Or was it a WrestleMania? No, it was a pay-per-view. Sorry. It was a pay-per-view before Mania, I think. Either way, the our truth won his first match and I don't know how long. Don't skip ahead here. Fuck you, I did. Sammy jobbed. Again. But, it was to Rusev Day and it was a triple threat, so it's not like it was singles. Why not just let one of the Usos get the pin? Eat the pin, rather. So not get the pin. Because that would make sense. It's like they don't want Sanity to be a credible threat at all. I can't. It doesn't make sense. Alright, fuck it. Fuck making sense. So you already told us what the uh, main event was. Yeah, sorry. I didn't see NXT. I didn't either. Speaking of episodes, I'll be ready. I've been ready since, let's see, it's been about four weeks since the last time we did episodes. Could be. For the record, I have everything but match detail. Don't right. mind me. So as always, we start with the Raw Rewind. <sighs> I'll take my glasses off for this. Last week, Billy and Peyton of the Gorgeous defeated Charlotte and Bailey with their facebuster double-team finisher. Also last week, fellow member of the Gorgeous, Carmella, beat Ronda Rousey. Will the in-ring luck of this femme fatale foursome continue this week? Also last week, Nia Jax defeated Ember Moon and was about to continue the brutality after the match when Asuka ran down to make the save, only to get attacked by Emma from behind with her Money in the Bank briefcase. Will the women's champ retaliate against one of her t- one of her two biggest threats? Also on last week's Raw, the Bull Club More announced like two that, months ago, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bull Club announced that Global Champion AJ Styles will defend his championship this week. Who will challenge the Global Champion in our main event? Uh, we're both gonna look like assholes today. Segment one. Gallows and Anderson open. Introducing the Anderson. Sorry, I had to. Anderson. Introducing (laughs) the returning global champion, AJ Styles. They don't want none. AJ comes out soaking in the jeers and two sweet chants from the WWE Universe. Did you say jizz? Jeers. Okay, got you. Got you. Sorry, I get the two confused. Why? Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) Bathing in the jeers. AJ Styles says, Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I'm here tonight to defend the coveted global championship in our main event. The club has taken the past few weeks to watch Raw and Money in the Bank to try to figure out who deserves a shot at the phenomenal one. We thought long and hard and argued at times as to who's good enough to face me for this championship, and I think we've come down to the right decision. And just to keep things on the up and up, we met with Riz earlier today to discuss my opponent, and he's given his stamp of approval but agreed to let me make the announcement here tonight to keep the dirt sheets from getting the scoop. So, without further ado, facing me tonight in the main event for the WWE Global Championship is none other than Wesley Blake. The Bullet Club leave the ring while the audience seems confused. We cut to backstage where TNT are pondering AJ Styles picking Blake as his opponent for tonight. But Stasiak, Rouses the troops and just gets them to focus on getting ready. Getting him ready. Wait, they're dressing him? No. It's oh. like 
All oh. right, gotta warm up. This is AJ. This is a strategy. Oh, copy that kind of thing. Sorry, I sounded like people addressing each other. Segment two. Alicia Fox and Bailey are in the ring, having made their entrances during the commercial. Riz comes on the screen. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I have thank God three quick <laughs> announcements. First, and this is a big one. Huge. Um, our win-loss system is in effect and starts tonight. Everyone will be ranked based on their win percentage. Hopefully, we'll be able to hit the archives to import all the matches that have happened since I took over Raw. But for right now and going forward, it is in effect. Which brings me to my second announcement, which is a bit of a twofer. First, from now on, the Cruiserweights will compete only against other Cruiserweights. This will help balance out their records in case Goliath repeatedly defeats David. And to make this mean just a bit more, the Cruiserweight Champion now has the option to put up his Cruiserweight Championship against the Raw title of his choosing. This won't be like the Money in the Bank contracts, though. The champ must provide at least one week notice to a ranking official, such as myself or higher, and immediately vacate the Cruiserweight Championship. At which point... He'd be considered a heavyweight and can only compete against non-cruiserweights. Lastly, and this is where you two ladies come in. Tonight, we're starting a four-round tournament to determine the next number one contender to the Women's Championship. This tournament will include all the women on the Raw active roster except for the champion, Asuka. So this will be a great way to start our record-keeping system. To keep things even and keep my life easy... These matches were made in alphabetical order. So, Alicia Fox and Bailey, you're the opening match in the tournament. Good luck. Didn't we have a conversation, I think it was on the podcast, about, like, how come, like, the Intercontinental Champion, like, how come they're not, like, if you're the Intercontinental Champion, right? So you're the, you're, you're basically the second most is you're basically the second best. Second best on that show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it be cool if, like, a, in a money in a bank situation, you could put up your championship mm-hmm. to get like a title shot against have, a big belt? We might have discussed. I that. think we have. Um, we have. And I think I equated it to Impact Option C. Yeah, we did do it. I'm just saying. Okay. Kudos to you incorporating it first. Thank I, I did like I didn't remember that conversation though, but yeah, I you did. But I get it. No, it's a good idea, bro, that you had. I remember Impact even though that. you stole my idea. But yeah, that's, that's fine. Good. No, it's good. I remember Impact. Hey, that. bro, it's all right. It's fine. You stole my. Fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's better. What a fascinating gimmick. Is the whole tournament today? No. Okay. Cool. The first half of the first round. Uh, advice from one tournament guy to another. Mm-hmm. Write that shit down. I did. Right. I already have. I think I have round two uh, winners. Alright, good. Uh, so, segment three. Bailey versus Alicia Fox. Yada yada moves. Bailey beats Alicia Fox with the belly to belly. <laughs> and boy... No! That's mine! What? You don't get to do that! A match. Alright. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You're, you're worse than like... Sorry. Uh... Girl, such a match. As opposed to boy, what a contest. How's that? That sounds like, um, you know, like when you translate an English movie to like Japanese (laughs) and that's how they do the subtitles to what they're saying. 
Yeah, like that. That's fine. (laughs) Segment four. Billy Kay versus Candice LeRae. Moves happen. And Billy Kay beats Candice while holding the tights after hitting a stiff kick to the head. I don't know what Billy Kay's single finisher is. The the K-Y. Wow. Segment five. In the third match of Riz's Women's Classic whatever. (laughs) You couldn't even be bothered to name it. Charlotte versus Carmella. (laughs) Charlotte wins with the figure eight despite the Princess of Staten Island trying to cheat. So Charlotte overcame the odds there. Wow. Wow. Segment 6. Backstage, Kayla Braxton catches up with AJ Styles, who's warming up for his title defense. AJ, a few weeks ago, TNT left you unconscious in a brutal attack after also taking out your security team. What made you choose Wesley Blake as your opponent tonight? Kayla, it's simple. We watch footage of TNT and the rest of the roster and feel like he's the best they've got. And tonight, I'm sure he'll be a major challenge, but I'll beat him. And then they'll know they don't stand a chance against us. Oh. I forgot to mention this earlier. Per Riz's authority, the rest of TNT, as well as the rest of the Bullet Club, are banned from ringside for this match. Dropping bombs tonight. Segment 7. So that's that smell. Closing out the first half of the first round of the Raw Women's Tournament. Dakota Kai beats Dana Brooke with a running corner kick. Teen kick. Teen kick. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Segment 8. The main event. AJ Styles versus Wesley Blake. The global championship. Moves happen. During the match. On the screen we see the club laying out TNT. In retaliation for them laying out AJ Styles a few weeks ago. Keeping him out of money in the bank. As officials run in. Bodies clear out. Gallows and Anderson move away. And behind them. Bad luck Fale. What? Bull Club, bro. Oh. Okay. And then AJ beat Blake with uh, something. there. The phenomenal forearm. Yeah, I actually didn't have a finish to that match, so I guess it's just... Well, alright. I'll show you my spreadsheet later. I'm waiting, I'm waiting on the next segment here. Wow, Rich, you, boy, you, what a what a what a great writer you are! You brought this to us, dude. That show was like a half hour, like if it was on TV. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Some of the matches were were long. It's like um, if you hit the double speed option on playback, <laughs> that's how long the episode was, and that's what the real raw needs. That's what that needs. That's what Bobby Lashley segments need. Hey. By the way, I know I your Lashley <laughs> You can't do that that way. No, your Lashley <laughs> it, it it works for because you're clearly mocking him. I like what you did uh with the championship thing. That was kinda cool. Um I like that you are a thief, which is cool. Boy, what a what a raw. What a <laughs> You mean, girl, what a match. Girl, what a match. <laughs> oh, if you could see the head motion right now. That's what she said. Yeah, I'm good at that. 
that doing that mistang thing i do that at work with my co-workers all right let's uh fire up the old uh jar smackdown machine by the way this is all i wrote so you guys are you're in for a real clusterfuck by the way if you thought if you didn't like rich's raw this is gonna make his even better all right uh we don't have a jar smackdown rewind because we hardly ever do that's right you you go and you listen to the older ones and my internet is pissing me off because it keeps kicking me off my own Wi-Fi. Like, why isn't it connected? I'm on Wi-Fi. I, I know, yeah, but I, I keep fine. having to come, come, come into it myself. There we go. All right. Of course, we, we are welcome to Jair Smackdown by everybody's favorite announcers, Corey Roscoe and Junkie Jack Muldoon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jerry Smackdown. I'm Corey Roscoe, along with my broadcast partner and wrestling veteran, Junkie Jack Muldoon. Why, Corey, it feels like it's been weeks since I had the displeasure of sitting alongside you. <laughs> well, the feeling is mutual, Jack, but I can tell our fans right now that we, that have been itching, itching for some anticipation with the action here. I, I don't know what you just said, but <laughs> that's right. We've been off the network for weeks now due to some miniseries. Uh, it's about a man who loves making excuses. <laughs> Boy, uh, that, that sure sounds awful. <laughs> he sure is. Stuff down on paper. That's right. Digital analog. Yeah. I'm being told that we're we're gonna be starting off hot tonight with a singles competition. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Wait, what? That's not. That's the music for Superior. Na 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 Here we go. We have coming to the ring with purpose. Uh, out front, the champ. The champ champ, as he likes to be called, Finn Balor, who is both the heavyweight champion and the intercontinental champion after defeating Kid Kayak in a champion versus championship match. Champion versus champion match, folks. And with him, they like to refer to themselves as the uncrowned tag team champions of the world. Seth Rollins and Alistair Black. That's right, Corey Roscoe. These men are indeed what they say they are. They are superior in every way, shape, and form. And of course, last but certainly not least, the most dominant women's champion in all of professional wrestling, Becky Lynch, is also there. Seth Rollins here has some things to say to the rest of you. I don't have the time, nor do I have any reason to speak to you peasants. Take it away, Seth Rollins. Uh. <laughs> That's right. You, you, you feel free to interject, uh, by the way, with any, uh, shit you want. That's right. That's right. Finn Balor, it's me, Seth Rollins. 
It's my Seth Rollins impression, everybody. We're getting sick and tired of this tag team tournament. We gotta cut this crap right now. And I want whoever's in charge here to bring us our tag team championships. Because all the gold belongs right here on the waist of Superior. Because we are the best in this business. We are the best on any show. And to prove that, we will fight anyone tonight. Right, Alistair Black? And Alistair Black, he, he just nods because he's a man of very few words. We don't want him talking because you don't want none of that. No, 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 sir. And uh Becky Lynch, she's, she's got something to say. That's right. And to prove the superiority of this woman's champion, I am offering an open challenge. That's right. Opportunity to any redhead in the back <laughs> who wants a championship opportunity. I will put the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line to any redhead in the back. What a, what a, what a fighting champion Becky Lynch is. What do you, what do you think of that, Junkie Jack? There's, there's one redhead. I think that's Eva Marie. I think Eva Marie's been given <laughs> an opportunity to wrestle. What a champion Becky Lynch is. She, she, she talks the talk. She walks the walk. What a, what a contest that's going to be if Eva Marie has the ovarian fortitude to step in the ring with Becky Lynch. And I hope she's got her insurance paid up because premiums, they're at an all time high. Because that's why this episode of SmackDown is brought to you by Geico. You, 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 you gotta have insurance. (laughs) 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 What? Great job! (laughs) Jack, Junkie Jack, everyone. Anyway. Wow. Boy. And when all of a sudden, Chris Jericho's music hits. Break the walls down to Jericho. And he's got his protege, Kurt Hawkins, who, as you all know, is the uh, North American champion of the world. Yes. Of North America. Mostly, yes. Mostly. Mostly North America. And that includes Canada. Eh? And Mexico. Anything that's not South America. Right. You know, you're talking a lot of crap, Finn Balor, about being the champion champion. Well, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? And why don't you offer an opportunity to the North American champion, Kurt Hawkins? Kurt Hawkins... Kurt Hawkins is not even worth the time I spend finishing this sentence in my accent. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins is nothing but your asswipe of a protege. I will not entertain a match against that clown. You're afraid 
Finn Balor, you're afraid of giving an opportunity to Kurt Hawkins because Kurt Hawkins is the future of wrestling. Under my tutelage, he has beaten Adam Cole. Okay. He's not even here tonight, Adam Cole, because he's afraid. The only thing Kurt Hawkins can do for me right now is provide me a towel to wipe the sweat from my brow. <laughs> Matter of fact, how about this? If Kurt Hawkins can defeat Seth Rollins in singles competition tonight, then he can face me next time we meet because I can't say next week because we are not on next week, but the week after, the week after, he will have an opportunity to face off against me for the Intercontinental Championship. You need to work your way up, Sunshine, if you're going to face me for the World Heavyweight Championship. Alright, fine. Finn Balor, me, Chris Jericho here saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we accept your challenge that we laid out in the first place because we're the ones who challenged you. <laughs> wow. Can you believe it? We're going to have ourselves a non-title match tonight. Seth Rollins versus Kurt Hawkins. And the winner of that match, if it's Kurt Hawkins, he's going to have an opportunity against Finn Balor. And I'm being told through my earpiece that if Seth Rollins wins... That he has an opportunity for the North American Championship. But I thought that they wanted the tag team championships. But they demanded it. No one came out to give them the belts. So I guess that they're still going to have to win this tournament. Oh, hell, man. I can't keep up with this nonsense. (laughs) And then we break. We break to commercial. You ever... Boy, you ever have that moment in your life where you have itchy red eyes? You know, you just smoked a big fat bowl and you got that job interview. Well, you know what you need? You need Visine. This is the Visine OG Kush edition. That's right. As soon as you drop those drops into your eyes, instantly your eyes will no longer be red. They will be clear, ready, no matter what you smoke ate, vaped, or whatever. Say you're tired. You're in. You're in like Flynn. Back to you. OG cushion dish? Leave me alone, man. I'm fucking flying by the size of my pants. (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing! (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time... Bobby Lashley. Yes. Bobby Lashley, tell us what you came here to talk to us Is about. Bobby Lashley interviewing himself. <laughs> no, my name is, uh, Homie Jank, and I am here because Renee Young is not here. She is on location shooting Total Divas. Season, who gives a shit? Bobby Lashley, Welcome. Thank you for coming and, and, and talk to us about your money in the bank briefcase. 
Thank you, homie. You know, there's a lot of talk going on about championships, opportunities, pinfalls, submissions. Yes, <laughs> because this is a wrestling show. <laughs> what I came here to talk to you guys about is everyone's been tweeting me at Bobby Lashley on Twitter. Bot fight, Bobby fight, spelled the way it sounds. <laughs> and they want me to fight. Well, let me tell you something. Everyone's been ducking me. They can't stand to even have a conversation with me. No less step into the square circle. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, the most fierce competitor to ever lace up the boots. <laughs> what? Bobby Lashley, I, um, I've been meaning to ask you, uh, when will you cash in your money in the bank? contract because everybody asks this stupid question to briefcase holders <laughs> and I'm just doing my job here well homie I'm glad you asked I have a 12 point plan that I am going to take you through right now <laughs> step one I'm being told that uh, we are being told that we're out of time <laughs> and uh, back to you Thank God. Corey Roscoe. <laughs> oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, back to me here in, in the ring. And we're in for a, a contest today because tonight we have a championship opportunity in a tag team tournament of champions. Here in first is... Wait, what's that noise? No chance. That's what you got. It's Vince McMahon. He's here on Chair Smackdown. Why is he here? I don't know, but me and him, we have a lot of history. You know, in the territory days, him and his daddy, they went around buying up. Well, he did. We can't talk about that right now. We know you're all PTSD'd <laughs> out over that. But listen, the the, the boss is talking. I know you're all here for tag team action. Well, I'm here to tell you that we have a serious problem. Late last night, there was a break-in at Titan Towers. The tag team championships have been stolen. So as of right now, the tag team tournament is off. I'm sorry to all the teams that you know and love and most likely remember fondly. But there is no longer a tag team tournament because the tag team championships have been stolen. So they are now, until we find them, I have hired private investigator to locate the tag team championships. Thank you and good night. Oh my goodness. After all the bracketology, all the, the, the matches, the mixed 
the the unlikely tag teams, tag teams like uh Elias and uh Nobody cares. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. That's over now. I can't believe it. Jack, do you have any speculation? No, Alexa Bliss uh was a a, a champion powerlifter, I think. I think she lifted weights or something. She's pretty strong for being so tiny. Big things come in small packages. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> and her opponent is Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan, uh, she's got Viking heritage. She, she tested herself and, uh, that's the only thing anyone ever mentions about her. She's also into leatherworking and Kentucky. Cause that's where she's from. Isn't that right, Junkie Jack? I don't appreciate that. But yes, that where she's from. Huh. And here we go. Let's call the action, Junkie Jack. Alexa Bliss, she's tough. Tough as they come. She's got all the moves and boy, what, what an amazing exchange of moves we're witnessing here. Suplexes to the ropes. Off the top rope. I can't believe Sarah Logan can do off the top rope, but she did it. She did it well. When she landed right there, she landed on her knee, got right up and did a jumping clothesline. Somehow turned Alexa Bliss inside out. Alexa Bliss, she's down, but she's not quite out. She gets herself up to a vertical base. And she's got sweet, sweet moves. She hasn't done anything, Jack. She's standing up. You don't understand, (laughs) women. Corey, you don't understand. I do so understand. I am married and divorced. Ah, that's why you're sleeping here. That's right. She took everything. <laughs> Boy, what what an amazing match we're witnessing here. And it looks like Alexa Bliss is on a top rope, and she's going to hit the uh, Twisted Bliss there. And that's a one, two, that's three, that's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's over. Alexa Bliss has won. And I'm being told we're being taken to the backstage area with our newest uh, interview guy, homie, forgot what the last name was that we made up, because this is all made up. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time, Bobby Lashley, and the first step in my plan to defeat Finn Balor after I cash in is... To come out with the briefcase. And then I'm going to walk down the ramp. Hand the referee the briefcase. And I'm being told we're out of time. Back to you. Corey Roscoe. Mm. It's John Cena, everybody. John Cena's finally come back out of hiding. He's not really hiding. He, he, he films a lot of stuff. Uh, he's off his uh, most recent bad movie, uh, Spider-Man 5, Die Spidey Die. He's playing the Crushinator. He's a guy. <laughs> and John Cena, he's going to face off against 
Zack Ryder. Oh, baby. Here we go. John Cena moves to doom. What a contest. Zack Ryder loses the match. You remember Ryder's a heel, right? On my show? He came from my show. You, I don't think you've used him since. Uh, yeah, he did the job for Shayna Baszler. And he's whatever I want him to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's whatever I want him to be. Uh. All right. And he just did the job for the face that runs the place. John Cena's got something to say. I'm back. And I'm here to tell you all that if you want some, come get some. Next time I'm here because I don't want to fight tonight because I just finished kicking this guy's ass. A man of few words. John Cena is. Backstage in the superior locker room. What a joke. Kurt Hawkins thinks that he can face off against me. The champion of champions. Better than any champion anywhere. AJ Styles, nothing. Nothing but a second-rate Finn Balor wannabe. Taking a club that I made famous. You know, the only club AJ Styles can run is a club sandwich straight up his arse. Ha! You're really funny, Finn Balor. It's me, Seth Rollins, talking right now. (laughs) And I'm going to show Kurt Hawkins what it means to taste the mat when I curb stomp his face straight through. Right, Aleister Black? Aleister Black nods. Yeah, what a joke. I'm Becky Lynch talking now. (laughs) Becky Lynch, me, I'm going to kick the crap out of any redhead that answers that open challenge. But the only redhead we know of is Eva Marie. I know what, that's gonna be a tough match for me to win. She's, she's tough as they come, that one. That's right. Okay. Next we have the tag team of the Velveteen Dream and Daniel Bryan. They are the Velveteen Bryans. I was going to just call him Super Over. Yeah, I don't want to call him that. That's why. Super Over. And Velveteen Dream and Daniel Bryan on their way to the ring. Yes, yes, yes. And, and Dream, Dream, Dream. Ambiance. Lighting. Begin the experience. And then there's smoke. Well, Daniel Bryan is yes, yes, and now he's coughing. As yes, yes, because there's so much smoke. And all the lights, they're now purple. Not like that weird 205 live purple, but like a, like a cool purple, like a, like a, like a, like a purple rain. Like a purple rain. Like a velveteen purple. And, 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 and everybody's feeling the experience right now. And their opponents. No other than the Lucha Dragons. Lucha, Lucha, <laughs> Lucha. And you know what's happening here, folks. 
Purple Rainmaker, followed by the Yes Lock after, of course, appropriate tagging. Okay? Let's face it. I'm a shower, not a matcher. But was he holding the tag with? Always. When Daniel Bryan said, when you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. I think he meant the Velveteen Dream. Next segment. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time, no other than Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, it's been a while since we've seen you, and it's good to see you back here. What 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 have you to say about Finn Balor, and how come you have yet to regain your heavyweight championship? Well, for starters, I haven't been given another opportunity, you see, because I don't know how to do a Baron Corbin, you know? Sorry. I don't know how to sound like a douchebag, you know? <laughs> but it seems to me that everybody's scared to step into the ring. With Baron Corbin, cause I'm the ender of days. And let me, oh my god, it's Rusev! Rusev is attacking Baron Corbin, I thought they were friends in the Kid Kayak Coalition. Which I guess is over. Because Kid Kayak is yet to be seen. I will fight you! Anytime, any place. It's me, Rusev. Machka. Someone's got to get this place under control. Someone has got to step in. The powers that be have said that this is the wild, wild west, baby. Anything happens, anything goes. And I'm being told at this time that we will have Baron Corbin versus Rusev if Baron Corbin is fit to fight. Next we have, I'm being told, we have the Big Red Machine, Cade, is back. He's not the mayor here, he's just Kane. That's right. And he, he is facing off against, yes, the Woken Matthew. Hardy. Dun, 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 dun. I will delete you. And he's got a microphone. Kane, the machine of redness. I am here to tell you. That you are about to be deleted because you are nothing but an obsolete mule. And I will put you out to pasture. <laughs> what a talented individual, isn't he, Junkie Jack? Doing his own theme music with his mouth like that. What what a weirdo. Did we run out of budget here? Like, what are we doing here? Matt Hardy. All the smoke costs money. All that smoke that was used on the Velveteen Dreams 
fascinatingly alluring entrance. I don't know what to think when I see that boy. I don't know whether to. All right, great, that's <laughs> great. Anyway, back to the action. Matt Hardy throwing out all the stops, taking it to the big red machine. What the lights? Boom. Where's Matt Hardy? It's the younger taker. Hey, Kane doesn't know what to do because he's still old Kane. So young Undertaker must be a really freaky thing for him to deal with. The younger Taker choke slams Kane. And the Ascension is here. And they're dragging they're dragging Kane out of his lifeless body, out of the arena with the Undertaker in tow. I don't know what to make of this connection. The Ascension? The Undertaker? The Younger Taker? Where's Matt Hardy? I don't know, but there's gotta be something going on here between these four men. What could it be? I don't know, but it's suspect if you ask me, Corey Roscoe. And I suspect many things. <laughs> That's ominous, Jack. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Hello, I am Elias. And I'm here to talk about a friend of mine who isn't here. Kid Kayak. I've never met a loser. So monumentally full of losertude that I have Kid Kayak. Kid Kayak, this song is for you. Kid Kayak sucks, man. <laughs> Kid Kayak sucks. It's almost like Cena's song, but it's not. Cause it's Elias' song about Kid Kayak who sucks. I hope you drown. This song got dark, <laughs> but you suck. I hope you get hit by a car who's supposed to be in park. Kid Kayak sucks. Yeah. Kid Kayak sucks. Thank you. And I want to let you know what else sucks. The city and or state we happen to be in. You're all terrible people. Because WWE stands for Walk with the Lions. I said WWE stands for Walk, where's the lion? That's right, you simpletons. You do what I say. When all of a sudden, Drew McIntyre's out here. Elias! I'm here to stand up for professional wrestling. And I'm here to tell you, you can't talk to these people like that. Because around here... 
I'm a face. <laughs> and I'm going to kick your arse right out of that arena for these people. Drew McIntyre, you also suck. Just like Kid Kayak. If you want to step into the square circle with me, then you got to go through the appropriate channels. Because I am a visionary. I am a genius. I am a voice of a generation. I am the Kanye West of guitar music. Well, let me tell you something. Elias, you, much like Kanye West, suck. (laughs) Boo! We like Kanye West out here, audience. Oh, this is awkward, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, how about I Claymore kick this guy? Yeah! We like that you hate this guy who hates us. (laughs) Well, I'm not clear to wrestle. Uh, I'm under the influence of rock and roll. Well, how about this? Next week, Drew McIntyre versus Elias. And now I'm being told it's time for the open challenge. Here comes Becky Lynch to no music. She's just wow. Her music is just her. What what an amazing woman that we're contractually obligated to say she's amazing. That's right. She is incredible. But not me. I enjoy Becky Lynch because I know that anybody, man, woman, child, she will tap them out. She will end their careers. Children don't have careers, Junkie Jack, but their prospect of a career she will end. Okay. And she's challenged, she put out an open challenge to any redhead in the back. And Eva Marie's music is playing. What is that again? I don't even know it. Doesn't matter. She doesn't work here. Well, she works here. Wow. You know, Eva Marie looks different. Yeah, she's not as attractive as she used to be. She's, she looks a little strange. That looks like a wig almost. That's, that's not, now that she's in the ring and she's removed her robe, that's, that's Nikki Cross. Oh yeah, I'm a redhead. <laughs> No, 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 no! Give me, I that specifically for natural redheads. That's not what you said, Becky Lynch. It's me, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, fuck! That's me, Nikki Cross. And I, I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I got a title opportunity, right? Open challenge. <sighs> All right, I'll challenge. You can fight me, Becky Lynch. What a contest. Here we go. Arm drag by Becky Lynch. A suplex by Becky Lynch. Nikki Cross moves from Nikki Cross. Here we go. B- 
Becky Lynch is definitely getting the better out of the two. She's got this. She's she's on top of this, even though she. This is the element of surprise, but she's fought Nikki Cross before, but unfairly. You know, Lacey Evans got involved, and she's not around right now because she's she's overseas doing uh, uh work for the army and stuff. Marine, you know, she's the woman's right. And, uh, wow, it's not even about her. <laughs> Nikki Cross, she's in the, 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 the summer. Will she tap? Will she tap? No, she's screaming in agony. She's about to reach the ropes. Uh, Becky Lynch rolls it over. It's still the same thing. It's still, still under the summer. She refuses. She refuses to tap. She will not tap. I believe Nikki Cross has fainted from the pain. Becky Lynch is still the champion. Let this be a lesson to anybody. First of all, I want to say that I have a lot of respect for this crazy bitch, Nikki Cross, who came in here expecting to take me off of my game. But I am the true women's champion. There is no one who can stand up against me. I dare anyone to try. So, next week, bring me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to tap out or pass out. Wow. I am a believer. I'm a believer in superiors. Becky Lynch. You're damn right you should be because this lady, I think she can beat anyone. What? What's next on the docket, Junkie Jack? Well, I'm being told that we have our main event. Seeing as how no one is keeping track to exactly how many segments are happening here. <laughs> this match, this, this show has, I would say, an improvisational feel, wouldn't you say, Corey Roscoe? Yeah, we are crazy here on Jer Smackdown. Why are we called that? <laughs> I don't know. We don't ask questions here. Out first is the North American champion, Kurt Hawkins, with his manager, Chris Jericho, and they're talking to each other, uh, obviously strategizing. Burn it down! It's Captain CrossFit Jesus, the king of the gym, the Stomper of curbs. He is the undisputed, disputed of superior Seth Rollins out on his lonesome. Nothing but net. Swish. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Seth Rollins, all the moves that he's got in his Falcon's Arrow. Suicide dive. But like a good one. Like he gets, he catches himself on the barricade. 
somehow. Not Bree. Not, no, no. He's a true <laughs> professional. Chris Jericho, he gets involved, but you out of here. He's been ejected. Seth Rollins taking it to Kurt Hawkins. What? What is this? Someone's coming out from the crowd. A masked individual. He's attacking Kurt Hawkins, taking the boots to him. Seth Rollins like, what the hell, man? Kurt Hawkins wins by disqualification. Who is it? It's Adam Cole, the former North American champion. He's obviously pissed that he's no longer the North American champion. And he's no friend to Superior either. Out comes Finn Balor, Aleister Black, surrounding Adam Cole. When, holy shit, it's the Undisputed Era. The Undisputed Era here. The douchiest entrance song in the history of entrance songs. It's just on loop. It's all it really is. But man, don't you feel douchey? <laughs> that That's right. That is, I don't know what a douche is. I believe it is a feminine product of some <laughs> kind. But what a what a collision that's going on here. And it's a fight. It's a fight. These these men are just fighting each other. And I cannot believe it. it it's, it's undisputed era with the upper hand somehow. It's three on three. When all of a sudden, what? There's another individual in undisputed era colors. And he's gone right after Finn Balor. He's fighting him. And he's got something in his head. He's dropped Finn Balor with one motion. And he's dropped a brick? There's a brick. Finn Balor has been knocked out with a brick. So is Seth Rollins with the same brick. It's a brick in a sock just cleaning house and they're wearing a luchador mask we have no idea who this person is as we go off the air guys i'm really sorry i tried to put on a good show um i just i had these ideas and it just didn't you know pan out as good as i thought it would be I know you, you guys want, like, in-ring action. A, it was good. B, you're probably counting on me fucking up again. <laughs> and not having an episode. Yeah, you know, I didn't believe in you, even though you told me you had an episode. I'm like, what are we talking about here? Texture just went before I went to sleep last night. It's like, I, I got something. You did better than I thought you would. Thank you. And um, I got to say, you're the winner this week. You did, you did really well. Uh... You know, you, you don't, you, you miss every shot you don't take. That's right. And I have a spreadsheet for my rosters when lost stats. You know, I had plenty of time to write yesterday because I was off. Mm-hmm. But I was watching SmackDown. Uh, I was reading. And, um, you know, looking deep down inside, you know, I got a lot of, uh, I got to prioritize things, you know. Like, I don't feel like I've been giving 100% like I should, you know? Like, I feel like I'm spreading myself out too thin with uh, Jerry on a spot cast 
uh, keeping up with my fitness, sharing that with everybody. Fit club. Fit club. Hashtag fit club. You. Um, you know, my videos I've fallen off on. And I'm totally running away with the, with the show. There's a guy here that's also a part of this. Who's also fucked up the past few weeks, so. Yeah. Um, I want to apologize to everybody. I, I want to tell you guys, you know, from this day forward, 105% you're going to get from me. You know, I think we need to be a little bit more active on the Facebook. I don't know how to do that. But, I love you guys. I love everybody. I love, I love you Manny, as any straight man could love another man. Garooch, I love you. Like, not like in a creepy way, like, like I admire your muscles. And like how you, how 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 you when you when you throw out the garbage, <laughs> I, I, like may I may or may not have been following your route from the shadows, and uh, this got really creepy. Um, the uh, inconsequential champion, I love you, and uh, I want to rub you down. With lotion. Can, can you keep that? I want to lotion your hands can we, and your feet. Can we stop? Even though you won't let me. Uh, who else listens? Uh, Rich, there is when you edit. Cause the only time you listen. Jay on spot. I love you. It's the only time you listen. Cause you're my brother. And you actually, you, you acknowledge when I wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> you also wish me a happy birthday. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, uh, proclamations you wish to make? Uh, I want to acknowledge two things. I want to acknowledge, because we... Since we're sharing. We, we both did neglect to mention Farron retaining her inconsequential championship at SummerSlam. It was a big episode. There was a lot going on. We were... The Vertigo. The Vertigo. Yeah, yeah we The Vertigo. Were, yeah. Because we were at the top. That's right. You know, the Vertigo. From yeah. the attic. And you were higher than me because you, you're taller. Also, I was high. Yeah. So there's that, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to acknowledge Manny. Like, we, I, I've been trying to get this phrase over saying, we're the best podcast that your friends are not listening to and telling, telling you to get it out there. Manny's the only guy that tweets, that tags us in tweets every damn week. Every week with that image that I made, the Photoshop. He and he does it on Instagram and Twitter, bro. Yeah, he does. So good on you. We appreciate you, bro. Um, Basement Booker's number one fan that doesn't live here. That's right. Or is a part of the Trinity. Right. So like and subscribe. Hit that bell. Oh wait, that's the wrong social media. Oh fuck! <laughs> Don't do that I, shit. I, I watched too many Fortnite videos. Yeah, I know. You're an addict. Addict, not addict. I'm not an addict. I'm at the top of a house. We're all addicts, in a way. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah, quickly. quickly. So WWE announced the first two matches for the Mixed Match Challenge Season 2. Right. This is going to be worse than the first, I think. But, so... I know some first, of the teams, if you want The wanna. first match is going to be Team Little Big. Yep, returning uh, Broad Strobe and Alexa Bliss. 
against Kevin Owens and Natalia. I know they're going for teams that don't make sense. That does make sense. It does, because they're both Canadian. Nope. I got the other connection. What? They're not just Canadian, and that's not just it. Kevin Owens' favorite wrestler is Owen Hart. Uh, so they're right. repping the Hart Foundation. That's right. Okay. Oh, he's going to wear, he's going to come out in pink and black. I would love, if he does this, if Kevin Owens wears an anvil type singlet, I will lose my shit. I will lose my shit. KO, challenge issued. I will lose my shit. <laughs> please do this for me. Even though I hate on you. Okay, please continue. Second match is... Uso and Naomi. Uh-huh. Versus AJ Styles. And Charlotte Flair. Woo! Is it Phenomenal Woo? Or... Woo Styles? Or uh-huh. Style and Profile? Do you know the other teams? Because I know them. No, go ahead. Uh... Sasha Banks is teaming with Bobby Lashley, who has Corey Graves so hilariously mentioned another person for Sasha Banks to stab in the back. <laughs> it will be Bailey mm-hmm. and Finn Balor, which makes sense. That's great. Yeah, because they uh, maybe they'll swap the cosplay entrances. Oh, I would love to see Bailey painted up as a demon. Please wait until I leave. Okay. Asuka and The Miz, Miz return. Team Asuka. Yes. Uh, R-Truth and Carmella. It's official. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lana Day and Rusev Day. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, missed opportunity. No Zelina Vega and El oh. Idolo. Um, who else? Uh, I think there's not enough buzz around them. You you mentioned Owens and Natalia. Yeah. I feel bad if I leave somebody out. Oh, whatever. That's them. Cool. It's announcements. Stay tuned. Yep. Stay tuned for my pre-recorded disembodied voice. Sorry, Rich, there is in the future. We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich, there is and Basement Chair really hope you enjoyed it. If you did... Feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available. Feel free to check out the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Head over to Twitter if you want to contact us directly. It's the best way. Richter is R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z and Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the